Hutchins Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Hutchins Podcast. I'm Ewan Sloan and I'm here with Noah Sargent. Hi. And Alex Cusis. Hello. And you'll have to forgive us this morning if we're feeling a little tired. As the Year 12s, we've just completed our major fundraiser for the year, our 12-hour overnight runathon. In total, the boys have managed to take the relay baton around a total of 457 laps or 183 kilometres over the course of the 12 hours, as well as raising over $10,000 in support of our major charity, the Hobart Women's Shelter. And speaking of, I'm joined today by a very special guest, the CEO of the Hobart Women's Shelter. Janet Saunders. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. We'll start by just asking what the overarching goal of the women's shelter is. Yeah, our our goal is to um, stop violence against uh, women and um, have a, a, I suppose, a life for women where they're treated as equal as men's. That's really important to us. Yeah. And so how do you go about achieving this? Like, what are your main programs? Yeah, so we, we have a crisis shelter and at that shelter we have 20 25 uh, self-contained units. Uh, at that facility, our admin centre is on site. We have a children's rec room, a playground, um, and we also have a children's therapy program running from there. So we have two therapists that are working with children, particularly children that are quite traumatised. Um, and it's a really great way to actually, uh, for children to express their emotions and create an environment where they can safely play to do that. Uh, and that's been one of our uh, big things that we've been running over the last two years. And we've used the donations we're getting from the community. And thank you for for the donation from Hutchins School because that money will go to running uh, that children's therapy program because it's not funded currently from from the state government. In addition to that, we also have seven transitional properties. So they're sort of um, medium-term accommodation. So as women and children are coming into the shelter, they can go into those transitional properties because the housing market is so tight at the moment. There's not a lot of housing out there. It's a really good opportunity to make sure we haven't got a bottleneck at the shelter. So we're sort of transitioning families out into those transitional properties and that way we can take um, more families in. At the moment we're averaging around 300 unassisted requests for accommodation a month so that wow. that's that's 300 calls. Um, when I started at the shelter five years ago that was 60 unassisted requests. So it just shows you um, how many women and children are actually homeless here here in Hobart. It's it's a significant amount. And during my time, uh, we have grown considerably. So when I started at the shelter, we had 10 dispersed properties out out of the community. Uh, And since then, with the state government's support, we've been able to build a new facility. And as I said, we've got now 25 units on that facility, plus those um, seven transitional properties. So we've gone from 10 to 32 properties and still we're getting 300 unassisted calls a month for accommodation. Wow, that's a really that's just really hard hitting numbers when you just look at it and go, wow, that's a that's a lot of people because they're all individual people behind all of those calls. Absolutely, absolutely, it's terrible, and it's really hard for staff that are dealing and managing those calls as well. You know, when people are calling, we're saying we're full all the time. Yeah, it's quite difficult. It would be too. How long have you been at the pe- at the shelter, personally? Um, I've been there for five years, um, and I didn't actually come from this background. I had worked in previous CEO positions, and primarily I came from um, an employment services training background. Um, my my degree that I have is in business and, and human resources. Uh, so coming into the shelter, when I applied for the position, I just... I did some research about the shelter and I just thought as a mother um, that has children, I would hate to think that my children couldn't have a life in which they were not experiencing violence. 
And that's what really inspired me and encouraged me to apply for the position at the shelter. And it was a real eye-opener for me. The first year, I couldn't believe it. I I couldn't believe the stories that I was hearing. I didn't understand how gender equality um, was the main driver and the main reason behind family violence. It's been a real eye-opener for me. It's such a rewarding job. It's so lovely to see those families coming in and see staff supporting them and then seeing them get housing. So what are those most rewarding aspects for you? Yeah, I think it's seeing the smile on the children's face, you know, seeing seeing when they're coming into the shelter, you know, they're, they're a little bit uncertain and at that stage they're probably not feeling safe. Seeing them play in the playground at the shelter, seeing them um, do activities with our children's therapists. There's there's one moment that really sticks with me. Two years ago, we um, we built the Hobart Women's Shelter and we had our first lot of families coming in. At that stage, we only had 15 units on site mm. and we were having trouble with children chalk drawing chalk all over the concrete <laughs> walls. Um, so, you know, we're sort of cleaning that off. And there was this picture that had been drawn by a child and it was a house and they had be beside it, I, I need a house. Mm. And that was so powerful for me. Yeah, wow. I, Yeah, it was really, I thought, wow, I'm working for this organisation and I'm here helping that family find a house. Mm. Yeah. That's a really powerful message, I it guess. It is, absolutely. I mean, you know, children should be drawing houses and rainbows and, yeah. you, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's quite distressing to see those sort of photos being mm. drawn but also quite rewarding because I know that they're in the right place to get support. So has working at the shelter changed how you view our community or your perspective on our? It has. It's made me realise why fundraising events like this are so critical. Um, It's made me realise why uh, young men need to be role models in the community around respectful relationships, around making sure that um, women in their life or even their sisters are treated as equal and have those equal opportunities. It's made me realise that we need a community approach to change that culture. And for the Hobart Women's Shelter, we're sort of on that pointy end where we're sort of quite reactive to, mm. to what's happening. Yeah. So in the last couple of years, we've um, we actually had um, Northeastern University in Boston in USA come over and run a program called Mentors Violence and Prevention. It's a bystander program. We then invited thirty community organisations to come along and be trained as trainers to deliver that program in in the community. And just a couple of months ago, we received funding from the TAS Community Fund to roll that program out statewide. And we're partnering with other specialist women's services to do that. And that's a bystander program. It's about teaching people about family violence, what those red flags are, and what they can do and how they can respond as a bystander. So we're really looking forward to rolling that out over the next three years. And for us, that's our contribution to actually changing some of those behaviours that perpetuate violence against women. Yeah, wow. That's awesome. Do you have a favourite moment working at the shelter? Yeah, I've mentioned you have a drawing, but one of the other favourite things I like about working at the shelter is that, you know, we're a women's organisation, all our staff are women, and it's really empowering and encouraging to see the women supporting other women but also supporting each other. Mm, It's really important. Self-care is really important at the shelter, and I, I just love being in that environment. 
Yeah, that's definitely a really good environment to be around, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. Last thing, how can anyone listening help out with the work you do at the shelter? Well, they can obviously donate. And like I said, we're using donations to support our children's therapy program. They can um, contact us about any volunteer programs. They can participate in those mentors, violence prevention workshops. They're free. We're rolling them out statewide. And, you know, people often call and say, what can I do to help? Well, what they can do to help is attend those workshops. And then, you know, what they learn and then spread those learnings across their community. Thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate you giving up your time. I know it's busy down there with heaps going on. Yeah, but um, I appreciate you guys. I mean, you've been running all night. I don't know how you're <laughs> all standing up. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, so we really love the work that you do. So we're just glad to support it, I guess. Yeah, it's- yeah. Thank you so much. Hutchins Podcast. So on the runathon, how did you find the evening, Alex? I thought the evening was great, Ewan. It was great to see all the year 12s come out in such force. Lots of running. Lots of sore legs today, and uh, I believe there's only one test for a small group of people today, so that that's good news all around there. Very impressed with the fundraising efforts that have gone into the event, and especially the organisation, um, Small Feet, so uh, kudos to Ollie Ludos, Ollie Luders, um, Noah Sargent, yourself, and uh, Hamish Betts for your tireless efforts on that one. The food was good too. Everyone was bringing snacks. Uh, it was great. Thank you to um, Hugh and Aquaculture for their salmon, which Chef Adam here at the Hatchin School, great chef, uh, kindly whipped up into some potato salads with us for us as well. Um, had the toasted sandwiches there as well. So we are well fed through the evening. Also, just quickly, a big thank you to all of our sponsors who sponsored us with donations as well. We had Fairbrother, McDonald's. Uh, SRT Logistics, Shadforths and Spectran. So huge thanks to all of them. And of course, the uh, wider community out there for your donations as well. Of course. Noah, you were, you were out and about a lot of last night. Um, I know you and slept under the table in the pavilion for an hour. <laughs> I managed to get home for a little bit. How was your sleeping habits last night? Uh, well, I... As soon as school ended, I went home and slept for about two hours. So I didn't actually sleep during the runathon. But uh, yes, yeah, so I, I made sure I just got a bit of sleep beforehand. Right, so you're functioning on two hours sleep today? Yeah, but you know, that's fairly usual. Oh, that's You should look into that, but that's yes. good. Uh, <laughs> I know my, myself and uh, you, you were out there with the podcast equipment for a little bit. Yes. Uh, what Would you like to give us a little recap about what you got up to out there with the podcast equipment? Uh, ask a few questions, just the boys who were there. Did a little bit of a roving podcast. So let's have a listen to those those podcast recordings now. Hutchins Podcast. Down here with the Hutchins Podcast, we are, it's, uh, what, 8.30, Oscar, we're, we're here joined by Oscar Campbell, Soup, Soup Campbell. Uh, how's, the, how's the night been going for you so far? 30 minutes in, 22 laps down. Yeah, it's been really good so far. Thanks, Cusis. Um, really good effort from the boys. Louis Miller hasn't stopped running so far. He's been just ticking him out. Yeah, no, it's been really good effort from all the boys. Had some quick laps from uh, Bonnetcher. He was really rapid at the start. I've seen good pace from Craig earlier on in the night. Have to see if he can sustain that. And of course, highlight so far is obviously Noah running with his laptop. Two laps, two laps with the laptop. Just impressive from him. Yeah, really good. Thank you, thank you. And do we know why Noah was running with his laptop? Anything in particular on that laptop that made it so special? I do have information on that, actually. Apparently, his uh, favourite playlist isn't on his phone, so he has to use a laptop to listen to the playlist. So he had the headphones on, running with the laptop. He's just here if you want to Thank talk you. too much. We've just got Noah here. Noah, um, we've had a word here this evening, 30 minutes in, that you've been going running with your laptop. Uh, why is this? Uh, because I don't have Spotify on my phone. Uh, and do you, have you ever thought about getting Spotify on your phone? Well, I've got music on my phone, but I'm going to alternate between them so I don't get tired of one kind of music and therefore it slows me down because I'm just used to it. If, if you didn't, have, if you had Spotify on your phone, could you not do this on one device? Uh, I could, but why do that when it's more fun? Fair enough. And how's the evening been going for you so far? Well, I mean, I'm only three laps in, so 
pretty good so far. Tell me, uh, well, ask me again at the 12th hour. At the 12th hour, we'll be back to see him in the 12th hour. 8.36 here, the Hatchens podcast, 25 laps down. We're joined here by Zach Chatwood, uh, Fold House Vice Captain and uh, runner this evening. How's the night been going so far for you? I think it's been going pretty well, to be honest. We've had a few people turn up, more than I was expecting. It is only the first hour, though, so those numbers could start to dwindle as the night goes on. See who's truly committed as the... Uh, you know, as the going gets tough, the tough get going. That is true, that's true. One of the tough that we've got here is Mikey P. One of the tough we're talking to. Let's go and find Mikey P. What, are we warming up, are we? Maybe after the run, yeah. And how many laps are you going to do now? He's done, I, unlimited. Unlimited. Thank you for those wise words from Mikey P. Join here, join here with uh, Clancy Pickering. How's the night been going for you? Oh, great. Off to a great start uh, so far. Got some cracking pace from a few of the lads, so. And tomorrow you'll be playing uh, rugby against the uh, state team here at the WMO. Uh, how is this preparation for you, or is this more going to deplete your resources for tomorrow's match? Nah, definitely need to get a bit of fitness in for the big game tomorrow. So I reckon it definitely increase my my playing tomorrow. Very good, very good. And how many laps are you aiming to do tonight? Well, as many as I can before ten o'clock, before um, the, the boarding house locks up. So getting there before then, before the jail locks up. Fair enough, fair enough. Thank you very much, Clancy Pickering. Here, yeah, Oscar Campbell's back here with us. Yeah. Um, I'd like to point your attention to Will Mather, who's doing a great, great performance of Hey Now. If you want to go get listen to that, I'd highly recommend I'm, it. I think we'll head up here to listen to a bit of Hey Now by Will Mather. Uh, he's on the guitar. I think he's brought it in himself. Um, so we're just going to walk up the steps here. So, well, here's his mother and um, Hatchin School teacher, Anne Mather. H- how's the night going for you, Miss Mather? Oh, it's chilly, but I'm planning to run to stay a bit warm, Alex. That's a great idea. Go, go get them. Here's Will, maybe you can hear him now playing a bit of guitar. That's a guitar solo. I'm walking again to the beat of the drum And I'm counting the steps to the door of your heart Thank you, that, that's great. And Isaac, um, Eva Medvin's here on percussion. How's your percussion? Amazing, mate. Very good, very good. It's Noah Sargent with Hutchins Podcast. It is now 10 p.m. We are exactly two hours into the runathon. Uh, only 10 more to go. We're currently at lap 85 at the two hour mark. Uh, gone pretty fast, generally. Got people going constantly, heading down to the Oval, talk to a few people. Neo, we've got Riley Angus and Tom Vermey. Hutchins Podcast, how are you guys doing? Yeah, good actually. Hand up there, cover. Yeah, good cheers, Noah. Yeah, it's going great, Noah. Okay, you all said the same thing pretty much. I don't know, it's just, don't know how that's going to sound when listening to it. Hey, what more could you want? I mean, it's a Thursday night, last day of term, good cause. I don't get what's not good. It's just... Well, it's good that the rain calmed down because I would not want to be running in that. The music choices are also on point. Some Jimi Hendrix. We had 10,000 Reasons by Matt Redman. Classic song. Hutchins Podcast, how are you guys doing? Oh, it's doing great, thanks, Noah. How are you going? Doing pretty well. You guys, uh, you guys been running? Yeah. yeah, just did a lap then. Pretty good pace. Yeah, very good pace. Yes, we've got a performance coming up. We were running on the oval, and the night it was a belter. We were trying to raise some money for the Hobart Women's Shelter.
up all night to have fun. We're up all night to keep running. We're up all night to raise funds. We're up all night to the sun. We're up all night to have fun. We're up all night to keep running. 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 There's a young man, Louis Miller, and he ran until it hurt. While the night was getting chiller, he collapsed and hit the dirt. Oh, he ran so far, he got cramps in his calves. We're up all night to raise funds. We're up all night to the sun. We're up all night to have fun. We're up all night to keep running. We're up all night to raise funds. We're up all night to the sun. We're up all night to have fun. We're up all night to keep running. 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 Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, that'll do alright. That was yeah. Mr. Sayers, Will May, the Oscar Campbell, Albie Burke, Riley Stevenson, and Noah Sargent. Hutchins Podcast. And we're back. Hope you enjoyed those snippets from our evening. Ewan, how many laps did you run? That's a great question. I lost count. I mean, I, I, I kept count early on. I tried to keep up yeah. with Mr. Seddon in the wee hours of the morning. We were going one lap apiece for mm. a good 30, 40 minutes. Uh, so I'm very impressed with my performance. Uh, yeah, given that his- tended to happen. I was doing them kind of in blocks of two towards the some of the graveyard shifts, the the early morning uh, early morning hours. Mm. So, But before that, I was doing ones in singles. So, I mean, I kind of, I lost track. Must have been, I probably did over 20 in the end. I, I don't know how many... I actually did though. Yeah, Noah, uh, you you did it quite a lot of running uh, from what I've witnessed. Yeah, I I wasn't counting. I, I I will just say for those who were on the graveyard shift, we were very thankful for you and Mister Seddon going lap for lap yeah. because oh, that yeah. gave us a fair bit of a respite. To that help us that out. two hours got really got us through yeah, that one. Two to four. Oh, yes. Thank you, Mister Seddon, really for helped. coming out, and thank you to all the teachers who came out to support Huge us. And uh, thank you to looked you guys over us for the support because really, it's it's you guys who make all of this possible, um, and the help from all of the events and marketing team who helped organize the event, as well as the advancement office for helping us with our sponsorships. We really couldn't have done it without you guys. So huge thank you. Yeah, I mean, the running is only the visible part of what the community sees. There's so much work that went behind the scenes. And well, yeah, as you said, it couldn't have happened without those people. Well, I think that's all for today. Um, Yeah, that wraps us up. I'm sure we'll catch up again maybe one more time after exams just to say our our goodbyes as as you would. The last Hutchins podcast for us. 2020. The amazing Mr. Jared yeah, Clayton. No. Old Boys Podcast. It's a Old thing. Boys Ollie Gill, have a listen to that. Oh, I was watching him on the um, on the Premier League soccer the other day. Absolute legend, Ollie <laughs> Gill. So make sure you uh, go to the podcast uh, section on Spotify or any of the other platforms and have a listen to the Old Boys Podcast. It's good. good listen. If you want to be part of the Hutchins Podcast or have a topic that you want us to talk about, you can always email podcast at hutchins.taz.edu.au. And thank you for listening. We'll hopefully see you. Well, you might hear us next term. See ya. Hutchins Podcast.